Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Art of Unraveling podcast. Thank you for being here. Today's episode, as a lot of my episodes are, is brought to you by what is going on in my life. (laughs) And I always like to think about like what's coming up for me, what's most prevalent for me in my life right now to share, because oftentimes whatever I'm going through, at least somebody else is probably going through to some degree or another, or maybe hasn't even realized that this could be an issue. And that's maybe kind of how today's is. And so today's episode is really about, do you feel like you need to be seen in a certain way by other people? And probably 90% of the women in the world would answer yes to that, right? We, we grow up being told to be seen and not heard. We grow up being told to be the nice girl, like don't cause a lot of problems, be the nice girl, be the good girl. We even get rewarded by society and by our parents when we are the good girl and the nice girl. Oftentimes you see little girls who are really confident, really boisterous, get shut down a little bit. Again, it's that be seen and not heard. And I know not every parent is like that. I'm just saying, you know, if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, most of us probably grew up in kind of with that mentality uh, with our parents. And if you've done this to your children, don't worry. Like there's always time to redo and fix things. Like this isn't for you to feel guilty about, right? It's so that when we know better, we do better. But we we are shut down a lot by society and by family members if we're too boisterous, if we're too wild, if we're too loud. And on the flip side of that, boys really aren't shut down, are they? Like boys are just known like, oh, he's just rambunctious. He's loud. He's kind of crazy. And it's more acceptable socially for little boys to be that way. But little girls, you know, we're supposed to sit like a nice girl, be a good girl. And we're told this over and over again. If you've listened to some of my other podcasts, you know I talk a lot about human needs psychology and trauma and all this kind of stuff. And in human needs psychology, one of our six human needs, probably one of the most important, especially as a child, it's probably your number one most important, is the need for love and connection, which I've also added attention onto that because a lot of times, a lot of us unfortunately grew up in families where love and connection was even kind of little crumbs, but we would get attention when we were the good girl. We would get attention when we got the good grades, you know, sat quietly, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Simultaneously in society, you know, there's this underlying societal belief that's like, don't be a bitch. Don't be bitchy. If you're bitchy, that's bad. 
and kind of slapping this label and women do it to women too. Like, oh, she's being so bitchy. And we really have to look at, are we doing that because something in that person about that person triggers us? A lot of times this happens with women that are more overtly sexual. I used to kind of be that way, like, oh, that person, you know, she just really puts herself out there. And I had this judgment around it. Well, if we have judgment around it, it's because we're judging that part of ourself. So in some ways, any of us that are listening to this, any of you that are listening, myself in the past, who used to judge my sensual side, if you, for lack of a better word, sexual side, it's because... I didn't feel safe with that. I wanted to deny that. In my mind, somewhere along my programmable mindset as a child, I was probably told, that's not how you act. That's not what you do. You don't show that part of yourself. You know, wear more clothes or whatever the case may be. I was never, I guess, a kid that would like be overtly sexual or or wear low-cut clothes or anything like that. But it just wasn't, it also wasn't super put out there by my family either, right? So it's a part of me that I've kind of locked away or put some shame around. And so when we put shame around a part of ourselves, when we see someone else acting that way and we're saying, oh, who does she think she is? And why is she doing that? It's because I've denied that in myself. So the more I start integrating and being willing to look at these different parts of myself, being willing to be more sensual and open myself up to that part of myself, because we all have a sensual part to us. We all have a bad girl, an inner bad girl. We all have a wild side. And I don't just mean sexually. We have this inner sexual bad girl, this inner sexual wild side. I'm talking just in general we have a a bad girl, like a part of us that just doesn't want to be the good girl and like conform to everything society tells us to do or everything that our parents tell us to do or whatever the case may be. It's like we all have this like inner rebel. Let's call it that. We have this inner rebel and we have this inner sensual side and we have this inner wild woman within us, wild man within us. And if we aren't allowing those parts and rather if we're shaming some of those parts, making them wrong and bad, then we suffer. We suffer in a lot of ways because you're denying a part of who you are and you're doing this unconsciously. Okay. So back to the beginning of the conversation, if you're programmed to get love and connection from acting a certain way, example, being a good girl, then you've wired your brain through patterning that you've learned from your parents or society that certain parts of you are bad, okay? So Carl Jung, you've probably heard me say this before, Carl Jung, a famous psychologist, he says, until we make the unconscious conscious, it will direct our life and we'll call it fate. So unconsciously, you have put these parts as wrong or bad and you've denied them and therefore they're kind of locked up and locked away, but they act out, right? So these parts of you act out. And so this could look like, like an example of what this could look like is maybe you kind of live this robotic lifestyle where you're just kind of like this robot that gets up, makes the coffee, 
feeds the dog, takes the dog for a walk, gets the kids. You just like you're kind of like living in this monotonous robotic life and you're not connected at all to your pleasure. And there's like a part of you inside that's dying a little bit because it's that part, that wild woman, that inner rebel, that sensual side, the parts of you that can connect to joy and pleasure, you've shut down. And so we just start kind of going through these monotonous things and life just gets really, really boring. And it's not because you have a nine to five and you've got kids and a dog and a husband or whatever the case may be. It's because you've not connected to your pleasure. You can have all of those things and have like a life that's like very structured, but still be connected to your pleasure and feel the juiciness and the joyousness of life, right? Like that is possible. There's so many things I want to say, but what I, I want to bring it back to where this kind of came from. And if any of this is resonating, I'm opening up some one-on-one spots for some deep healing around integrating these other parts of you so that you can feel more fully alive. Because again, otherwise we're just going through the motions. So the reason this came up for me recently, I mean, it's something I've been working through, but I was talking to a dear, dear friend of mine who's, she's an older woman. She's in her seventies. She's a healer. And I work with her sometimes. And we also have just developed this beautiful, like soul level friendship. And she's like soul family. She's not even a friend. It's just like soul family. And we were having a discussion and I was telling her about some things that happened into my past. And I didn't, I felt this like really like icky feeling come over me. And I was just like, I didn't want to tell her about some of the things I had done in my past. And, you know, just being a a woman in her twenties living in Los Angeles, (laughs) you know, I, I had a lot of fun and, but it's not really things that I do anymore at all you know, like partying and being more, letting my sensual side out, if you know what I mean. And I just, I, so I shared that with her because we have this really amazing relationship where it's just like, just share the icky stuff and then let's talk about it. And I shared that I didn't want to share that with her because I didn't want her to think a certain way about me. I didn't want her to think that I was this bad girl that I, you know, I wanted her to see me in the light that I am now, which is like a spiritual teacher and not living in Los Angeles in my twenties as, you know, partying and that kind of thing. And it was just this really interesting thought of when we need people to see us a certain way. And that if we shared something about our past and we're afraid that they might judge us or something about your now that you're afraid somebody might judge you for. Number one, it's because you're judging yourself around it. So we've got to learn to let go of our own self-judgment. And then number two, it's because there's a deep wound underneath that, that you'll be abandoned by this person if they really know who you are. I want to let that sink in. You might be abandoned by this person if they really knew who you were. That's an old, old, old wound from childhood that you probably had to abandon certain parts of yourself, as I explained at the beginning of this, to get the love and connection and attention that you needed. So we abandon ourselves. And what's interesting about deep core wounds 
is that usually whatever it is we are wounded around, it's because we've done it to ourselves. So yes, maybe somebody in your life abandoned you. Maybe your dad had to work a lot and was total workaholic and was never around. Maybe your mom left when you were three. You know, there are real abandonment issues that happen, but there is also the abandonment of ourselves when we have to be someone else to get love and connection as children. Again, this is completely wired into the subconscious. We're not conscious of it, but I feel today the way I brought this conversation is going to help bring some light to you and that hopefully it's you're getting the downloads and the energy codes to begin to see this in a different way and unravel this. And the last thing I want to share is that it's just really, really, really exhausting hiding who you really are. So once you awaken to this notion, it's really hard to go back from. Like you can't like then go, oh, I got to go back into hiding because it's so exhausting. It's exhausting hiding who you are. And it's exhausting trying to be the good girl, putting on that face for the world when really that's not who you are or that's not all of who you are. Maybe you are. And and I think we get nice girl and good girl confused. And it's like, oh, if I if I let my bad girl in, then I'm just going to be mean to everybody. Right. And I know a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are very heart centered, loving, compassionate people. And so there's probably this like inner conflict around, oh, do I have to be mean now? And that's not that's not it at all. But a part of getting empowered and stepping into your power is setting boundaries and telling people no and not putting up with toxic behavior. And that's not mean, but that is having some hard conversations with people, right? So I just am going to leave it at that. There'll be more around this topic to come, but I want to let this sink in. And if you want any support with this work so that you can integrate these parts of yourself and really learn to have self-compassion and love around them, I have some one-on-one spots available that I'm opening up for this kind of work to do some deep integration. And I would love to help you with that. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Pure Light Wellness. You can email me at Erin, E-R-I-N, at purelightwellness.com. You can also go to purelightwellness.com and find a bunch of different things. So thank you for being here. I'd love to hear from you and hear how this work is supporting you. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, you are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.